what I love is to see how Christ transforms people's lives. But he can do that in the context of just the search basic discipleship material that we use. Welcome to the Search in Your City podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Larson, and today we're talking with Doug Frank. Doug is our staff director in Columbus, Ohio, and Doug, it is just a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for joining me. Hi, Blaine. It's a privilege to be with you. Well, let's start here and just let everyone get to know you a little bit, all right? So can you tell us a little bit about you, where you're from, your background, your family, what led you to search those years ago, and uh, just help us to get to know you a little bit, Doug? Sure. Um, I grew up in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, uh, came to Christ at age 17, and as a freshman at Ohio State, got involved in Campus Crusade for Christ. Uh, met my wife, Marilyn, at Ohio State, and we came on crew staff and were with crew for 14 years at Miami of Ohio. Um, then from there, moved on to equipping ministries uh, for 12 years as uh, international director and really a, a ministry that's equipping people all over the world with ministry skills. Uh, from there, I really started reflecting on how do I want to finish the race well what am I passionate about? And it really came down to more of a relational approach to evangelism, discipleship. And a good friend of mine who was on the local Columbus board recommended that I check out Search. I began to investigate and learn more about it and uh, fell in love with the fact that they are reaching people in the marketplace. So um, I joined Search staff um, about 14 years ago. So, um, yeah, I'm, you know, passionate about reaching people for Christ as well as uh, discipling them into mature believers that will multiply. Well, and tell us a little about Marilyn and your your family and and uh, some of those details too. Yeah, uh, Marilyn, I met uh, at Ohio State, and she uh, was a fashion merchandising major, and then we she ended up not going in that career path, but ended up. We came on crew crew staff, as I mentioned before, and we have two kids, uh, adult kids. Amy uh, is married, and they have two kids, a uh, six-year-old and a two-year-old. So we're happy grandparents, and they live in the same town in Columbus with us. And then my son, Joel, um, he is the youngest in the family, and he is a clinical therapist for a Christian counseling agency. He went on to Ashland Seminary and got a master's degree in Christian counseling, and uh, he has an active practice here in Columbus. So, yeah, we're, we're really blessed to have the whole family here. Um, and, uh, you know, it's been, it's been great. A lot of people don't have that luxury, Doug. That's really, really cool and special. Uh, so I want to I want to end this with a little fun fact about Doug Frank. Okay, so I, I have one in my back pocket, but I'm going to throw it to you for just a second. Okay. Something fun about you that people might not guess. What would you say? Um, I'm an avid motorcyclist. Um, I am part of reaching. Uh, a fellow motorcyclist for Christ. I drive a Triumph and uh, enjoy that thoroughly. I grew up racing motocross when I was in high school and part of college. 
And so that's probably something most people don't know about me. Well, that is exactly what I was going to say. So we are totally synced up, brother. That's awesome. And someday if I get up to Ohio, you're going to have to uh, take me for a ride or something, okay? That sounds really fun. Definitely. <laughs> so, okay, let's let's talk here about some of your your passion for what you do and what we get to do with search. You alluded to it, and I know you've got a story of a man involved with search there in Columbus that you'd like to share with uh, everyone listening. So could you share uh, that story with us? Sure. Uh, yeah, I have a good friend that, uh, that works at Ohio State, and uh, he introduced me to one of his friends who um, – was needing some help as he was exploring a, a career path. He was between jobs, he was unemployed at the time, and he was looking for new opportunities. And so this friend of mine referred me to him, um, and we began to meet one-on-one uh, as he was looking for a job. And during that time, we talked about the importance of that uh, God's created him for a purpose. And uh, he was kind of intrigued by that. And I said, we're going to be starting a true measure of a man group uh, where we discuss perceptions of what it means to be a man today and would love to have you join us. And so he jumped on that. And um, through that group, he really learned what the true significance of a man is all about in terms of relationship with God, uh, security in life. And that group segued into a search explore group. It's the foundation series. And um so we, we continued the conversation spiritually, still wasn't sure exactly where he was spiritually, but in the Explore group, we started out with the big question of, um, if you died today, what percent chance do you think you'd have of going to heaven? And I think he said something like 70%. And um, by the time we got to the end of the first chapter, which lays out the gospel pretty clearly, and gives an opportunity to trust Christ. Um, he said he wanted to know a hundred percent. And so right there and in Panera during our explore group, Craig uh, bowed his head and, and, uh, prayed to receive Christ, uh, into his life. And, um, the, the, what's really cool about this is that, uh, he's continued in this group. His wife has seen the tremendous change. His family and friends have seen changes in his life and how the, the gospel has affected him both in his marriage and personally. Happy to say that he's employed by a bank now. And uh, he is uh, right now we're we've gone through training on how to reach your friends for Christ. So he has a 10 most wanted list he's praying for. He's worked on sharing his testimony of how he, that he can share his story with people. And uh, currently, we're studying apologetics. And he's, he's just uh, been really fun uh, seeing the transformation in his life. Um, he just came to that decision last fall. So he's a relatively young believer, but very hungry uh, to grow in his relationship with Christ and to make him known to other people. So um, a year ago, he was at Profile of Champions, and just last week, he invited some of his friends uh, to watch the Profile of Champions on Zoom call with him. So um, I love the, what I love is to see how Christ transforms people's lives, but he can do that in the context of 
just the search basic discipleship material that we use to give people assurance of their their relationship for Christ and help them to cultivate that. And so he's definitely, you know, has gone from a negative five to like a plus five spiritually. Wow. And yeah, so I've got a question. If you can answer this without violating confidences, that'd be awesome. And if you can't, then don't answer it. But I'm always curious when when you think of that discussion you had at Panera, uh, what was there a question or a couple questions or thoughts that Craig had that you would say influence his answer? You know, why he would say 70%? Uh, you know, what was floating around in his mind that made him unsure about his relationship with God? Well, interestingly enough, the the seven guys in that group, three of them could not answer that question with 100% certainty. And eventually all three came to Christ. But Craig's story is one where he was uncertain about his purpose and what he was supposed to do with his life, what the next steps were for him, both uh, professionally, but also spiritually. So his his approach would have been, you know, I'm a pretty good person, um, more of a works background, uh, not super religious, but I do know that his wife had been praying for him. His wife is a believer. And um, so I think a combination of thinking that it was works that saves you as opposed to putting faith in Christ alone uh, to pay for your sins. Uh, the light bulb went off in that first meeting of Explore. And, um, you know, he didn't hesitate that he wanted to make that decision. So um, I think that we're witnessing his, his spiritual growth by seeing the changes in his life. Well, that's a it's a great story, Doug, and I appreciate you sharing it because it's illustrative of the kind of stories that have happened uh, thousands and thousands of times over Search's 40-plus year history, and they're the kind of stories that are in process even right now, right? We, we get to uh, talk with people like Craig every single day all across the country, all of, all of y'all that are on our, our staff and, and helping – to uh, to bring some clarity for folks about their uh, their relationship with God, and it's a whole lot of fun. So thank you for sharing that with us. And I want to ask you to do one last thing before we close out the podcast. And this is something that we do every time on the Search in Your City podcast, and that's uh, just asking you to share with us a passage or a, a multiple passages of of scripture that have been meaningful to you in uh, the recent days. And, and so just, you know, what's, what's kind of touching you right now that you think would be beneficial to our listeners? Well, I appreciate you asking that. Um, I think for us, the coronavirus is on everybody's mind in one form or another. We, we're constantly reminded of it. Now, and, what is uh, that? Is there, is there some kind of virus <laughs> going on right now? <laughs> Blaine, do you live in a cave? Just uh, turn, <laughs> I live in a cave. You Can you hear me? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, for sure. I mean, we uh, one of our big dreams as a family was to take a, the whole family on a Disney vacation. And we went during the first week of March um, with our family, came back March 9th after doing a Disney vacation at Disney World. We came home, Maryland developed, uh, started developing some of the COVID symptoms. I was really getting concerned because she's uh, got lupus, uh, autoimmune disorder, and 
she's we're both at high risk, and she especially. So um, I I started getting anxious and waking up in the middle of the night, and we went and got tested, both of us, and we had a nine-day waiting period before we could get the results. So that created a little angst and, and you know, worry, which I started the what-if scenario, like what if this happens, uh, even though it may never happen. So one of the things that God used during this time was journaling. Each day, uh, God gave me encouragement from his word that encouraged me to trust him. And one of the, one of the verses is uh, Isaiah 40.10 uh, that says, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged. I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. And then another verse was Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. And Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I'm humble and gentle in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and my burden I give you is light. So I realized that basically worry about what if wasn't going to get me anywhere and not being anxious about everything, but really surrendering and having that eternal perspective on life. And I think that um, one of the things that was helpful during that time is when um, a worry thought would pop into my head to be able to arrest that, that thought, stop it in its tracks, imagine grabbing it out of the air, that worrisome thought, and giving it to the Lord, and then replacing it with biblical truth. So um, I, I read something where Max Lucado said, no one can pray and worry at the same time. And so that's really true. It's hard to worry when you're praying. So I learned a lot about just being grateful in my prayer time, reflecting on scripture, um, this eternal perspective on life. And the one verse that stood out to me was Romans 8, 35 through 39, which we cover in in our Explore series. Uh, But it's a great promise. It says, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity? or are persecuted, or hungry, or destitute, or in danger, or threatened with death. As the scripture says, for your sake, we are being killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ, who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow, Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. So I would say um, that's an eternal perspective on life, that we don't just hope that this is true. We have certainty that um, he'll never leave us and that death or life won't separate us. So I think it's really drilling down deeper on not just head knowledge, but heart knowledge of really having full confidence and contentment in resting in those verses. Well, they're classic verses. They're 
amazing, really, when you think about it. We could do a whole podcast series on those few verses, and I know a lot of people have. Uh, but what strikes me too, Doug, is that what's being talked about there, even when you when you think of death and life, and you you think of you and Marilyn waiting all those days to get your COVID results, and her being at risk, and you're thinking what's going to happen. And what what strikes me is that one thing we've got to be upfront about is that God is not promised that He'll keep us alive and safe and healthy. Uh, right. Um, in fact, the mortality rate for human beings is 100, percent and at some point we're all uh, we're all not going to make it. Uh, what he has promised is that there's a life to come that we can't lose once we have it, and that's better than anything we've experienced so far. And this resurrected life, this life with God, uh, the new heavens, new earth, uh, where there is no sin and pain and uh, viruses and bad stuff. Uh, this is what we're looking forward to. And so it just brings up all of those kind of thoughts when you read those verses to me. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Revelation 21 is is the end of the story, which is a, a story of victory that uh, we know the end of the story and we can be confident of that, that. No more tears, no more suffering, no more pain or death. So that's what we where we what we look forward to that eternal perspective, living life in light of eternity, and we don't know what tomorrow brings, but we're we're taking what we're learning is to taking one day at a time and looking for the divine appointments that God gives us each day and um, and also cherishing the time that we have together, valuing one another. Well, Doug. This has been fantastic. I want to thank you for joining me on the Search in Your City podcast. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. If you liked this, please go and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Share this with your friends. Subscribe to our feed. And if you've got a question, thought, comment, anything like that, send it on over to us, podcast at searchnational.org. And until next time, thanks for listening.